The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, children and all the ships at sea. This is David Yaz, your host of the Boston Podcast, the only Monday through Friday daily podcast in the greater Boston area that I've ever heard of, and I submit the challenge to you folks. If you've heard of one, just let me know. Shoot me an email at david at pod617.com. Visit our website at pod617.com if you want your own podcast. You could be here in our Westwood studios. It's really nice in here, right, Deb Skaringi? It's awesome. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So um, if you don't know, I just presume that the entire listening public in this area knows who you are, Deb, but perhaps I should give you a proper... Uh, intro. De- I've known Deb for a long time, back to my lawyer's weekly days, and Deb has been one of the uh, standbys of the legal marketing scene. In other words, she's the one that makes the law firms look good. And so, yeah, all the way back, we were just we just figured out we maybe have known each other for like twenty years. <laughs> we both started uh, our professional charisma when we were seven years old. That's the way that math works. Absolutely. So we, uh, I want to talk to Deb about what she does and the challenges she faces and how she deals with all those adorable uh, lawyers and makes them look good. But also, make sure you stay tuned for the entire program because she's got some awesome recommendations when we get to our good stuff portion of the program. There's an app that you need to know if you want your life to be better, more calm, more what? Just uh, zen. Zen, yes. Let's get Zen. Let's get a little Zen in the house. It and uh, and then there's a book she's going to tell you about, and so this is going to be awesome. But before we do that, let me tell you about our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. Did you know that they are the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up? Apply today at usps.com/careers. The U.S. Postal Service deliver. For the nation, did you know they were the second largest employer in the U.S.? I had no idea. Who's the first largest? <laughs> that's see, that's a great question, and no one had asked that question until yesterday when I, like a fool, posed it to myself. And as it happens, I was sitting here with Ellen Kylie, who I think oh, you know. I know Ellen yeah. very well, right? So, and neither one of us knew. And then as the conversation went on, we decided, Ellen's a car person, and so we decided to talk about this ad that I had seen on TV, which which featured famous cars from uh, movies and TV, like uh, uh, Knight Rider, you know, sure. and like the Scooby-Doo van and the Back to the Future <laughs> DeLorean and all that. And so it turns out it's an ad for Walmart. Don't ask me why. It's a great <laughs> ad. I don't know why Walmart wanted the cars, but there you go. And as we're talking, I'm realizing... The answer to the question is Walmart. They are the largest wow. employer in the United States. Who knew? Yes. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I don't know what that says about our nation that the, that Walmart is, yeah, is that. Let's not go there. Yeah, <laughs> let's not go there. Well, they're not a client of yours, although they would be a good client. And they'd be a good sponsor of this show. Are you listening, Walmart? Come on. <laughs> Walmart, strange Walmart people. Um, so, Deb, uh, you've been doing this for a while. but And so is, is, it a, is it as simple as I paint it to be? Obviously not. 
But tell us the what it's like, the challenges and all that, because law firms are um, such sturdy standbys of the professional world. But my experience has always been they kind of move slow. And they they're very cautious. They don't like to take chances, but and, and yet they are image conscious, right? So tell us Absolutely. about the whole dynamic. Yeah. All right. So legal marketing is a very interesting career path. I um, lawyers, law firms, they need to know how to build relationships for mm. the long term, right? right? They are long term individuals, right? right? They they are really concerned with how they keep businesses safe, how they take care of individuals, and that's exactly why they need to be marketing and proving themselves <laughs> around the uh, yeah. along the way. Yeah. So, you know, law firms for years have been doing marketing. They just didn't call it that. Okay. Um, yeah, they, they, they like to do it in like the kind of formal... The law, the practice of law is a profession. It's not just a <laughs> job. And... Uh, that's why you must, over the years, have bumped up against some of that old-fashioned thinking. Because, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, the law firms, they eventually get it. But, listen, they're good at what they're good at. They're good at the, the practice of law. And there are some brilliant lawyers in this in this city, uh, among the best in the country, I'd venture to say. But they th- sometimes it takes them a little time. Like, like the remember when the, the dot-coms came along? Uh, rest in peace, dot coms. <laughs> what we used to call, what we used to call the dot coms, which were the kind of the fly by night operations that, for some reason, crazy angel investors threw all kinds of money. But the the whole vibe, and it started in Silicon Valley, was you could you could be a titan of industry and wear flip flops to work and <laughs> play foosball on your break, right? Yep. And the law firms did not go casual with their dress oh, for until years. It, right. for years and then finally <laughs> and then then finally and now is it is it is it me or every law firm i visit they have gone casual but almost every lawyer well i listen i'm a man i only i can only speak to what the men wear i, I have no idea how you guys figure out what you do because it's more complicated but the men all seem to be wearing almost the same uniform, which is, you know, a button-down shirt, khaki you know, pants. and khaki pants, and everything is pressed so yes. perfectly. Yeah, they don't really do casual very easily. No, no. <laughs> it's it, uh, deaf, and it's swinging back. I find more and more guys wearing ties to the office again. Really, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, if I had a dollar for every single time a lawyer said to me. I went to law school to study law. Yeah. I didn't go to law school to learn how to sell. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know, if I had a dollar for that, well, I would be a very wealthy woman. <laughs> and see, the, the, and see, yeah. And so instead, you're, you're uh, perhaps not wealthy, but, but needed, <laughs> but needed yes, uh, direly. Needed, needed. Because you're the one that can translate these yeah. things for them, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You know, it's, it's, a lot of the stuff that I get to work on, which I absolutely love doing, is coaching individuals, right? And helping them to figure out, all right, well, who do I know? How do I know them? How can I be helpful? How can I position myself so that they want to work with me? They want to choose me, right? So I, I get to do a lot of that fun stuff. On the flip side of it, I also love doing marketing communications, right? They mm-hmm. have websites. They have blogs. They write articles. They do all kinds of things. Social media is another one that's a huge topic for lawyers. That is a scary one for them. Um, but it, it's really fun to help them sort of figure out, all right, what is it that I actually do? Who do I do it for? And then how do I talk about it so that it's not 
you know, boring. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's a big challenge because Huge. because the some law firms, God bless them, they corner the market in boring. And uh, <laughs> and you know, it's some it's hard. I mean, we we produce podcasts for <clears throat> a few firms, and some of them embrace it right away, and others want to take like what they record and get a transcript which is fine we do that we do that here by the way exactly right (laughs) and like maybe he shouldn't have said that or she shouldn't have said that and it's like you kind of gotta in the same way that you know you over the years have told them this is what a blog is like you don't you don't need legal citations in a blog you know you have to be real is what you have to be exactly and that's hard that's really hard for some lawyers um i mean i love working with lawyers because they are sort of who they are right Mm -hmm. they're they're not they're argumentative by nature, but they're also very thoughtful by nature. They mm-hmm. think things through incredibly precisely, and they don't fly by the seat of their pants, right? Absolutely, because not, they can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. that's that's not what they're what they're trained to do. It's not who they are as people. However, what I love about what I do, especially as a consultant, is I get to work with the ones who really want to provide top-notch service. Mm-hmm. Get their word out there. Figure out who they are and how they, you know, what they do differently. Right. It's, right. I think it's great. I'm yeah. I'm super lucky. <laughs> well, in a way, it's it's like I say, you're needed in the in the same way. And not to keep comparing it to what I do in, with podcasting, but but there are similarities. And you know, if you get someone who says, "I want to do that, but I just don't know how," exactly. Right. Right. And so, and there are plenty of lawyers that are sort of forward thinking enough. Um, I now have you ever been involved in developing a tagline slash slogan for a law firm? You know, I have not done a lot of that. I more they already have that stuff when I get there. Um, so, but I I help them to to live that slogan, mm-hmm. and and so that's sort of the you know how do you build your personal brand? But how so do you it's make okay. It fit the You're rest? on board. It's okay for law oh, firms totally. to have slogans yeah. because I always thought. I, and listen, when I was at Lawyers Weekly, I wrote a column. I was allowed to be a wise guy. <laughs> um, it made me a few enemies, but I did one of the more one of the columns that people seemed to remember was when I made making fun of law firm slogans. <laughs> like for example, the one I remember. I, don't, I mean, I don't have the column in front of me, but I remember. Um, I keep it framed, of course, in the other room. No, um, <laughs> like Nutter, which at one a firm that at one time was known as Nutter, McLennan and Fish, and then shortened its name to Nutter, which right. was which. But now I'm in a parenthesis. But this is the other thing that they did in the '90s was everyone got oh, obsessed with shortening the name. One name, firm names. It right. was all the rage. Yeah, they they just lopped off names of yep. partners, and so the joke all, I always made was good. Everybody knew Goodwin, Procter and Hoare, largest law firm. In Boston, right. and one day they were just Goodwin Proctor, and I. Now they're Goodwin. I, now, now they're just Goodwin. That's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah, yep. g- give it, give it five more years. They're just going to be good. That's I right. hope. I hope they're still good. <laughs> I hope so but, too. <laughs> but when they got rid of Miss Poor Mister Hoare, um, who apparently I did a little research, they did contact like the descendant of oh, Mister Hoare, really? and he was like, yeah, "I don't. He, he didn't care. Like, right. take." But I, I openly joked that the clients would come up to the office and say. Didn't there used to be a whore here? What happened? <laughs> what happened to the whore? Listen, every time we came here, I got I look forward to seeing the whore, and now wow. there's no whore. They got rid of the whore. Um, there's branding yeah. for you, <laughs> right? Thank you. Where's my rim shot? That's Thank you. There okay. you go. There very go. good. Right. Very good. So um, I'm gonna read you some taglines, and uh, 
you, there's no way you, I'm going to say I'll, you could try to name which firm it is, but oh good god, but you won't be able to <laughs> because because say. they're so they're so milk toast. Like okay, here's one: legal excellence, dedication to clients, commitment to public service. Oh my god, they all say that. I know. <laughs> so that's Wilmer Hale, one okay. of the, one of the still, huh? Yeah. Um, I'll just go ahead and read. I, we'll, we'll sort of comment on these, but ropes and gray. Um, I don't know if they have one. Let's see. Ropes I and Gray. Don't know if they do. There's a bunch of stuff like they're they're talking about. You know how they're num- they're voted. Uh, well, here we here we go. Co-working, a real estate revolution, and they're uh, there. This is obviously like a blog entry or something. They're like putting a content out there. So good for you, Ropes and Gray. I guess. Um, <laughs> so Nutter, the the law firm known as Nutter, which used to be Nutter McClellan and Fish. Yeah, there you go. Debs Grinch. I knew you know. I knew you would you would know that one. Yep. Um, what, there we go. Sorry, a little late on the draw with that one. But they, I remember their slogan used to be. You don't remember what it was, do you? I it was don't. so talk about uh, brevity. The the slogan. If you added up the name of the, the slogan was one word, and, and I mean the name of the firm is one word. The right. slogan is one word. It was Nutter knows. Nutter oh, knows. Oh God, I don't remember that. Yeah, and it that was, clearly wasn't memorable. And that, <laughs> yeah, well it was, and so I hope they didn't get rid of it after I. They let's be honest, they didn't give a shit what I wrote in Lawyers <laughs> Weekly, but 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 I but I wrote that that was a haunting. It's actually not a bad no, slogan. No, like, it's, it's like not. it's like it's kind of intriguing sounding. But I was like, Nutter knows. It's like, what? What do they know? Do Ooh. they know everything? Do they? Do they know? <laughs> <little> big brothery. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do they? Do they know? Do they know the muffin man? Do they know Ooh. the way to San Jose? Do they know? Do they know that I eat peanut butter straight out of the jar? What? What don't they know? <laughs> they know. And, and why won't they tell egg. us? Yeah. Uh, their their slogan now is uncommon law. Nutter huh. uncommon law. Interesting. What actually? Also, yeah, that's not, not bad. bad. Not, not bad, bad because yeah. that's a play on words, the, yep. the, the old common law. Yeah. And then Davis Mom has always been Ooh. a uh, Ooh. forward-thinking firm. That uh, has the, um, what are they, the horseback guys, yes. the cowboys, the yes. cowboys, right? So, it's yeah, like wild west of, they've of been, law firms. Yeah, they must love that because they've been consistent with that. And I guess it's like they're pioneers or something. Yeah. And I remember their... They're slow. They're they're a small-ish firm, and uh, yeah, I'm looking at these cowboys, these like wild stallions, and the slogan used to be always, um, no, sometimes outnumbered, never outgunned, something like that, because they wanted to say that you know they might be small, but they're not, but that doesn't mean small but mighty, exactly. And And they are, they are, they're a great firm. I've known a lot of great lawyers at that firm, and and, uh, always great reputation. So. But they've still got, this is funny because they've still got like the frontier imagery here. And now they've got like three slogans that scroll forward thinking, just to, wait, it changed too quickly. Go back. What <laughs> happened? Come on. Come on. I hate these scrolling um, uh, websites. Those All are right. outdated, Dave. Those are going away. Oh, uh, do you hear that, Davis uh, Mom? Get, w- get with it. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. The Pod 617 uh, <laughs> website has that thing. We can talk later. It's okay. All right. Wait. Now I've got it. Davis Mom, quick to respond, not just fast on our feet. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Davis Mom, don't bet the ranch. Hmm. We, we don't take foolish risks. Oh, that makes sense. Davis Mom, knowing the lay of the land, not just the law. That's, That's cool. pretty good. I That's, like that. Yeah. I like that. Davis Mom, going the extra mile, not just braving the current. All right. So okay. they're willing to. Davis Although, Mom, you know, hold on. There's another one. Oh, and I got to talk before one. the screen changes. Forward thinking, 
not just looking forward. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Although I understand they're going to be having a new website soon. Okay. Yeah. Peace. I, I'm still reading. Peace of mind, not oh just God. peace and quiet. Is that what it said? I changed already. Davis mom. And, and, and wait, here's the last one. Davis mom. Um, <laughs> David, <laughs> Davis mom. Uh, piling on new slogans since 1992. <laughs> Davis mom, this isn't the last slogan. Wait, there's more. Davis mom, just one more. No, I'm kidding. All right. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Davis mom. I, I kid we love because you, I Davis love. Mom. Yes, absolutely. Um, so um, that that is cool. And if people want to know more about you, Deb, they go to scaringymarketing.com. That's right. And um, I love all of my listeners, but some of them are not great spellers. So um, I will. <laughs> it's I will. Not an easy I name. Will, I will do that work for you. S C A R I N G I Marketing. If you don't know how to spell marketing, then get the hell out and find a different <laughs> podcast. Uh, we, we will be back with a little more from Deb, but I need to tell you about our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. Once again, the second largest employer in the, the U.S. And someday we'll get ahead of Walmart, won't we, U.S. Postal <laughs> Service? Hell yeah. Offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at USPS.com slash careers from mail carriers to corporate management. The USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service. And the USPS wants to develop an advanced career so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is at the website, USPS.com. It's the policy of the Postal Service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent employment discrimination. The Postal Service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce in which employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, flexibility, and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential applied today. The website, once again, usps.com slash careers, the U.S. Postal Service, deliver for the Nation. I like doing that. We love our friends at the U.S. Postal Service. Um, I, I do sometimes feel like the announcer at the beginning of a baseball game who says, we'd like to direct you <laughs> to the following rules of Major League Baseball, the re- redistribution, retransmission, or recording, or otherwise unlicensed use of this broadcast is against the rules of Major League Baseball, and we have bats, and we will come find you, and we will hurt you, <laughs> or however that one goes. I don't know that You one might want to call some of my lawyers. <laughs> y- yes, exactly. Get a lawyer. All right, so before we get to good stuff, um, if you don't mind me, we were talking before the show. You have you have three kids. We were we were we were doing some nice kid talk, and um, anything you don't have to like go into details and everything. (laughs) Some people don't like to share so much about their kids, but um, uh, anything going on this summer that you're particularly proud of that your kids are up to that you might want to share? Well, you know, this summer we're we're doing we're on the college hunt for my middle child. Oh, okay. Which is an interesting thing. Yeah. Um I have one in college and then one so in middle school. So it's a it's a nice spread. Right. And so and the the one that you mentioned is on the way to college yep. and that child just finished junior year. That's right. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's my son. Um and we went on um he saw probably six or seven schools yep. so far. I took Great. him on the yeah, I took him on the DC tour. So nice. we saw uh, American and uh, oh GW. My God. GW. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Thank usually you. when you're looking at American, wow. you're looking at GW. <laughs> GW and William and Mary. That was nice. that. Yeah. That I, I have a, a good friend who lives in Virginia Beach. We went and stayed with him, and his daughter awesome. is enrolled at uh, William and Mary. And um, that one, have you ever? 
been to that school? I haven't been to that one, no. That one, if I don't know if your child would be interested or even on the radar there, but man, that was worth the trip. I mean, it is the really? it's the second uh, oldest school behind Harvard, I believe. Really? Yeah. And, Did not know that. Oh, yeah. And like all kinds of presidents went there, like Matt, like James Madison went there and like all kinds of others. They got all kinds of these old freaky statues, and <laughs> but it, absolutely beautiful, immaculate wow. campus and... Right on the, it borders Colonial Williamsburg. Oh, how And cool. so, yeah, you walk through the campus and then walk through the those old uh, uh, buildings and all that, and it's very, very charming. So I don't know if he'll end up there. Very nice. But very ha- nice. are you the are you the college tour mom? Do, do you make pretty the much? I yeah. I mean, my husband and I, with my oldest, we went together for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but. My daughter's looking at a lot more schools than my son was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm doing most of them on my own. Like and then, double digits. Um, so far. Right. Because my older son is well, my, all three of my kids. Wait are, a minute, double digits so far? Like it could get into triple digits? Oh no, no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, no, no. <laughs> I mean like ten or like if you, yeah, you, yeah. You've got a list of ten or more. Yeah, or we're going to be hitting a lot just because she's trying to figure it out what what she wants. Where my older son was yeah. very specific, knew exactly what he wanted. Um, he's a musician, so cool. Yeah, he's at Berkeley. That's and, uh, so cool. It's See, pretty, you it's awesome. you need to tell everyone that this is what being a parent <laughs> is about. That's true. That's parent true. has enough. Ha- parenting has enough stresses. So when something like that, the, your son's at the uh, conservatory. That's that's so great. The closest I got to the conservatory was I bartended at Diamond <laughs> at Diamond at Diamond Joe's Piano Bar, which was down the street oh my gosh, on Boylston Street great. from the conservatory, and all the cocktail waiters and waitresses were students at the conservatory i was yep. a bartender and it was an old school piano bar and they used to sing and so right. when i went to apply for the job the guy said do you sing and i said <laughs> i'm like checking the number i'm like um. Uh-huh. <laughs> um do i sing while i bartend he goes well not my whole staff they also they get up and sing and i'm like well, oh. I, i'll take a wow. shot at it it turns out they never invited me up i was to gonna sing. say you didn't no. get the job <laughs> no i did no i got it i, I, oh, got, well, I was like go. yeah I, got, I was like a weekend bar bartender there and it was um yeah, it was like it, during law school, and it was um, it was a lot of fun. But That's it was awesome. like, yeah, it was like, you know, one of the staff members would get up and sing something from a Vita, and then <laughs> some That's old awesome. some old drunk guy named Sully would get up and sing Charlie on the MTA, and and um, it was like karaoke before karaoke That's was a awesome. thing. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, all right, let's play the game that we call uh, "Good Stuff." Oh, that's the good stuff. All right, kids, take out your smartphones. <laughs> um, if you're smart, take out your smartphones. Are we sticking with smartphones? Because a lot, a lot of people still say cell phones. I, I, you know, I think it depends. Everything's smart now. And now it's kind of like just cell. Like you yeah. don't even say cell phone. You just say right. it's on your cell. Right, right. right. Yeah, what's on your cell? On, I don't know. I'll have people, to check in with my kids see, on that. I'm not sure. What's <laughs> Actually, you know what? You and I are like to um, vet- <laughs> veteran to, to to acknowledge what's really happening is there you know what they're calling them phones yeah. these are phones oh, really yep yeah, I mean that's true right because the the other kind of phones aren't around non-existent there's yeah. no there are no pay phones right there are no you know uh, station I don't have I don't even remember ha- when they were car phones oh yeah <laughs> yeah that, that was, was pretty exciting and that was gonna be the thing and a car phone was was like literally installed into the right. car, like it was part of the car. It had one of those wires, you know, those like curly cue 
like exactly. on your wall phone had the same kind of like curly cue yeah the little it. spiral yeah. cord which was common as as you noted yeah for like a regular like phone you would have in your home and those cords always tangled didn't they always. I, I i'm not even sure why they, i mean you had them so that they retracted it, right. it neatly but but after like a year having the thing it, it was a mess uh, yeah, the, uh, it, I I don't know if I miss those days, but it, it is amazing. I mean, you talk about inventions that have changed. I'm, I'm holding it's up my cell phone. The world. And, I mean, my cell phone, my phone, my whatever, whatever the hell it is. this is. <laughs> your your mobile device. But like, there's that scene in the movie, the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeve. Well, maybe not the first one, but the one that sort of we grew up with in the '80s, whatever it was. There's a scene where, you know, Superman famously would change in a phone booth, yes. right? He couldn't do that anymore. Well, well, <laughs> but the fun, but the funny thing is even in the 80s he couldn't because the joke was in the movie he goes up to what what he thinks is going to be a phone booth and it, it's one of those <laughs> it, at the time modern stationary pay phones but right. there's no booth, no booth and he's going right. where's the booth <laughs> and it was like a big laugh at the time and now I mean, they should uh, find the payphones that still exist and, and put a glass box around them because right. they're they're museums. Anyway, um, can you tell I've had two cups of coffee today, Deb? <laughs> I'm, try, I'm, try to, I'm trying to get to the segment here. I keep putting it off. So you have – I said take out your cell phones, kids. You have an app that you would recommend, and it's – a meditation app? What's yeah, it called? Yeah, it's called Headspace. Headspace, okay. And uh, I am not by any means selling the app Headspace. Right. Right. <laughs> I just enjoy it. Not a sponsor. Um, not a sponsor yet. Maybe yep. in the future. Great. Um, so it's a really interesting app. You can start with like a 10 session freebie and okay. then you can purchase it for a small amount of hmm. money ongoing. Mm -hmm. um, but what it does is it, it has 10 minute segments. I think they're 10 minutes. I don't think they're 15. I think they're 10 minutes. Okay. Segments where you just find a comfortable place to sit or lay down or whatever and you listen to it. And it mm. helps you guide your thoughts to either relax or focus or re-energize. Whatever it is that you are looking to do, you can you can find on this app. Cool. And um, what I like about it, I'm not, I've always had a really hard time meditating because mm. I, I my mind goes a million miles an hour and I, and I can't yeah. seem to let go of anything that's in it. <laughs> um, I so what I curse. like, it is a curse, yeah. but I, what I like about this one is it talks you through it. Mm -hmm. And you know, it, it's a really, it, it's this Australian dude who just like guides you through it. Very is peacefully. He talk, so for the entire 10 minutes, you can hear a voice or kind of um, here and there. He or? talks for a little bit and yeah. then it's quiet. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's some background sound for you sometimes it depends on the on the session and then he'll come back in and start talking to kind of bring you back out of it so it's really interesting i think it's a really good tool for someone who needs who just needs to get away from it for a few minutes this is what the headspace let's hear it right from the horse's mouth the headspace people so. meditation has been shown to reduce stress to improve focus and create the right conditions for healthy restful sleep Headspace is guided meditation. You're right that he's Australian, Dad. <laughs> no matter who you are or what you do, whether you're just starting meditating or whether you've been doing it for years, we can help you to train your mind for a healthier, happier life. To get started, visit headspace.com or download our app. Once you're all signed up, choose a topic you'd like to focus on. Let's see, sleep or maybe self-esteem. And we'll mm, suggest the right exercises for you to try. If, if you enjoy them, so there are different flavors of meditation. <laughs> there are, there are, which is what I love when about you do, it. You'll get access to hundreds of guided meditations from the Headspace Library. 
There are bite-sized mini meditations for when you're short on time. Exercises to have I'm in a rush. I need to meditate right now. <laughs> relax, relax. And packs to help you with everything. All right, I guess we get the point. That, yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. Check it out. It's really yep. I like it because it's not way out there like, you know, some people are just and there's nothing wrong with those people that are just way in another universe. Um, it's very right. down to earth. It's normal for me. And uh, I love it. I think it's great. I, I think you should give it a whirl. I will give it a whirl. Yeah, I've been told many times. I feel like I've talked about it on this podcast many times about how I say, yeah, I'm going to meditate. And this is depressing because I could look <laughs> back two months ago and I said that and I haven't done and it you still yet. haven't done it. But try this one because okay. I couldn't do Head it space. either. And I think it's a really cool tool that works for for you know, people who have a hard time slowing down. Okay. And this is cool because you have a theme developing because the other thing you're going to tell us about, <laughs> right, is how to be happy through uh, reading something. And so tell yeah. us about the book. So I've been reading a book off and on now for, for several months called The Happiness Project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Gretchen Rubin. And, you know, I... I don't consider myself an unhappy person, but I just thought it was really fascinating. I, I've always thought of you as a po- very positive person. I am a happy you, you person. You typically yeah. have a smile on your face. I, so. lo- I love people. I love mm. you know helping people. I like hanging out with people. It's mm-hmm. all good. It's all good. But I found the book was really fascinating because this woman is trying to figure out what it means mm-hmm. to be happy and how to create happiness in your own life. And I think you know a word like happy sounds really trite. Um, yeah. But it's not. And it's, it's a cool book. I haven't finished it yet, so I can't tell you how to be happy yet. But um, it's. <laughs> but I do no find... <laughs> no spoilers because I haven't finished it. Right. But I do find that she walks through the process of trying different things. And a lot of it is just watching and observing other people and then trying it out herself. And, you know, some of it is, it borders on absurd, but some, it, it's really interesting. So and she gives you examples and techniques and things? Like yeah, the, like, you know, certain people might find happiness through, you know, having... Um, you know, someone to emulate, right? right? And so it just goes through different okay. behaviors. And I just find it's, it's really poignant with what I do for work because mm-hmm. I meet a lot of unhappy lawyers, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's really great to kind of help them realize, all right, well, what is it that I like to do? And what kind of work do I currently do? And is that the same thing? Yeah. And then I help them you know, to find ways to promote the things they like to do so that they can get more of it. And I believe that by doing that, they're going to be happier people in general. Hmm. You know, I think I may read this because it occurs to me that, and I don't know if this is exactly where the author went, but there are different flavors of happiness. Oh, absolutely. And she does cover that. Yeah, because... um, and almost literally, because if you have an ice cream sundae in front of you, <laughs> if I had one right now, it would oh. make me a little more happier than I would otherwise be. Because, ice cream's my favorite. Food. Oh yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> and you know what? It it is. These are these are to mix a metaphor. These are salad days for ice cream. If you want really good ice cream, because mm. you go to the supermarket now, and usually oh, I would, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what's your go to though? Well, so I'm a huge fan of Purple Cow, which you can't really get <laughs> in the supermarket. That's the brand Purple Cow? No, that's the flavor. That's the flavor. Yeah, okay. it's black raspberry ice cream with white and dark chocolate chips in Ooh. it. And if you're lucky, some places put Oreos in it too. Nice. It's good stuff. Um, black, literally good stuff. Thank you for the, uh, the, the, <laughs> well, seg- that's right. the segment there we go. reference, Woo! Deb. It all comes full circle. <laughs> I used to black raspberry used to be my go-to as a kid because uh, I I didn't one weird thing about me I've never liked chocolate ice cream I don't know why people think I'm strange I just don't 
vanilla is fine. Usually yep. you want that jazzed up a little bit. But yep. my but but it's but if you go to like we used to go to Crescent Ridge, still go to oh, Crescent Ridge and Crescent Sharon, Ridge. right? Isn't I used great? to live right near there. Oh, okay, yeah, Good. sure. Great stuff. Yeah, you go and then you watch the cows poop and yep. it's and a full, then you move it's on. A full night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um so I would get black raspberry because it was a little, you know, it's, it's got some flair on it that you don't get with the vanilla or anything else. And, yep. and back then, I think we were probably limited to Well, you had like, like six choices, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe a butter pecan or yep. a pistachio, a but otherwise, a, yeah, otherwise <laughs> strawberry. But so, um, <laughs> see, this is, this is tangent theater here. I was talking about how ice cream makes me happy. Oh, okay. yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, no, that's okay. Um, but then you can be happy if you... Um, listen to music and, and all right. of a sudden like this music kicks ass uh, and you're fired up and you're in the car and, and you're listening to Eye of the Tiger and you're pumping your fist <laughs> and you're happy that's happiness right right you can be happy if you accomplish something you write this um, paper or something that is really well written and you're really proud of it or a yeah. blog entry or whatever you're writing and like that made me happy and that's like right. I admit I go back this is the uh, this is this, and don't take this the wrong way <laughs> this <laughs> this is the like literary version of masturbation like I will go back. I will go back. I will go back and read things that I wrote like years ago. Right. Sometimes to cheer me up because I'll be sure. like, "Shit, I can write. Look I was at that. Good. That was pretty good." Yeah. Um, or sometimes I'll find something that goes, "That sucked. Why did I run that in the in the newspaper?" Anyway, but so pride that can make yeah, you happy. Absolutely. And the the other one that comes to mind is is what I would call maybe vicarious happiness. Like when and and it's it's. I think the best when something good happens to your kid. Absolutely. So can so well you've already talked about being proud of your son and everything, right? Yeah, so yeah. um that will turn my day around, you know, if some if yeah. it, and it's like some you know your kid gets an A, something he worked really hard yeah. in or your or your kid, you know, um gets his first basket in basketball when yeah. he was little or whatever. Um the the one of the happiest moments of my life I can remember because it has has to do with my son, but it also is just something good. Right. Um, he, my son Adrian, who has autism, is a fan of Saturday Night Live. We watch it DVR'd every Sunday morning. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I could, we could get tickets to go see the show? Oh wow! And so the only connection I had was kind of tertiary. I knew someone who knew the Smigels. So Robert and Michelle Smigel are were both connected with Saturday Night Live. Uh, Robert, more famously, a uh, longtime writer. He went on to Conan. He's the guy who created uh, the Insult Dog. What's the Triumph? The Insult, oh. insult Dog. Anyway, he's one of these guys. Like, if you saw him, you'd probably know. And then his wife also wrote some comedy, but they have a son with autism, and they were like on the board of the school. So I kind of knew hmm. enough to ask for an intro. Uh, introduced myself to yep. Michelle. I had coffee with her, and I said, "I got to admit, I have a I have an ulterior <laughs> motive. Like, I want to talk to her about all kinds of special needs stuff. But right. ulterior motive, if if you could ever help me get tickets to SNL, Adrian's a huge fan." And she said, "Yeah, I think we can do that. So we, like, we, she goes, we do that sometimes with special needs kids, and we, we'll scrounge up some tickets." I go, "Great." And then I kind of forgot about. It. A couple months went by, and I'll never forget it. I was on business I was in Miami and just walking across of it was Tampa actually it was the first time I'd ever been to Tampa and walking to like get some coffee and the phone rang I pick it up and it's it, David this is Michelle Smigel if there's if there's any way you can get down to New York next Saturday we've got wow. tickets due to the show that's and awesome. I'm like I get to take my kid to Saturday how Night cool Live. is that so like that's when I think I think it happens because it had to do with my son it had to do with something fun yeah it had to do with something that I worked like at least a little bit to get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I called it a favor, but you know, right. it, it was something that I pulled off. You know. Anyway, so the happiness project. So you'll have to 
come back to the show here and tell us how it is. <laughs> I, I, I know. It takes me forever to read books, unfortunately. Just, you know, three kids in my own business. <laughs> yeah. It takes me a long time, but I'll be back. I'll do be you back. Um, do the audiobook thing or no? You, like you to don't. Read? I don't. Well, I'm a huge music fan. Um, so I tend so to listen, listen to, music, to music all the time. My youngest is constantly playing music in the house, which I love because uh, he introduces me to all kinds of fun new things. What Deb meant to say is she listens to I listen to the lim- podcast and podcasts. all the time. She's a big fan of podcasts. Huge. <laughs> I, you know, you. I just... No, that's I don't okay. know what happened. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. I, I do. Um, I usually listen to podcasts, but I do, but there's no replacement for music to to chill out or you know sort of cleanse the palate of Absolutely. the mind. You know. Now, my husband, he's a huge podcast listener. He is in all seriousness. Okay, <laughs> he is. He listens to them every day, back and forth to work. It's awesome. What is what does he do for work? If you don't mind. So me he works at the MathWorks. He's okay. an engineer, a, a team lead there, and oh, cool. uh, he's been there for a dozen years, and it's great, great company. Let's have him on the show. That's a podcast right there. <laughs> there you, uh, you go. think I'm kidding? I'm not. No. I can turn anything into a podcast. This is what we do here. <laughs> there you go. This is what we do. Um, so uh, awesome. So thanks. Oh, but I was just thinking it would be funny if you're reading the Happiness Project and waiting for the key to happiness on the final page. And, <laughs> and, and she you says turn, there is none. <laughs> yeah, or it just says like uh, booze. You know, it's like wow. <laughs> well, that works uh, too. <laughs> you should have said that on page one. Anyway, uh, you've been an awesome sport, uh, Deb Skaringi, and um, once again, skaringimarketing.com. You should. You should know, Debbie. You're in the professional world. You should know her. She's a great connector. She's awesome. Uh, she's a veteran of the industry, but she still looks like she's 29 years old, if you don't <laughs> mind me saying. She looks awesome. Um, and um, thank you for being... Did you have fun? I had a great time. Thanks so much All for right. having me. All right. You're the best. By the way, I rescheduled Deb like four times, so <laughs> she deserves some kind of Persistence. medal. <laughs> Persistence on both of our parts, I think. Thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. Once again, thanks to our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. Go to their website if you're interested in a job there, usps.com backslash careers. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend or a colleague. Help us spread the good mojo. And if you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. You could be here at our studios in Westwood. You could be a podcast star. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool, Deb? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so... You heard it from the horse's mouth right there. Deb Skaringi, <laughs> who reads books about happiness. Woo-hoo! So that's all you need to know. Uh, and on behalf of Deb, this is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. You must be the other guy. <laughs> <laughs>